0: soul of the entrepreneur, a very good friend of mine, actually, and uh, a a fantastic uh, business acquaintance, Evan Hopkins of uh, Outdoorsy. And we'll go out uh, into that a little bit later on. But um, just wanted to sort of lead in by saying Evan and I um, worked together uh, a few years ago now when he was expanding his international operation um, and he was coming to Europe. And it was uh, the time of the World Cup because... We spent a lot of time in the pub talking and drinking beer and watching mm-hmm. England go through that amazing journey in the World Cup. If uh, our listeners and viewers can uh, hear that, so uh, welcome, Evan uh, Hopkins of uh, Outdoorsy. Um, welcome to Silent Igor. Um, and yeah, I mean, we've just got to talk about you and uh, the world you're in because for our listeners and viewers, you you represent a a great proposition with the great outdoors. So I'll, I'll leave it for you to explain your background and maybe then we go diving into uh, you, the the, the entrepreneur, because I know that you've got many strings to your bow and you've got some really special interests, Evan. You've got some, you're into your bikes and, um, and many other things, but uh, I'll leave you leave you to fire off. So how's things and welcome and uh, let's go.
1: Thanks Paul, it's great anytime we get the chat. So thanks very much for having me. Um, So uh, for myself, as you mentioned, got a chance to meet you as we were starting to expand outdoorsy into Europe and uh, also Australia, New Zealand. So you were fantastic in helping us uh, understand that, understand some things that we needed to consider a little bit differently. Uh, The fact that business is done in a pub quite often, uh, that was one of the lessons (laughs) you taught for sure. Uh, it's a r- really great experience, though, uh, for me, I've, I've traveled a little bit in my life, but from a business perspective, learning the nuances of launching in Germany versus France and Italy versus you know Australia, it was really fascinating uh, to me. So really appreciate all of the things that you helped us with there. A little bit about myself, uh, like so many people, I uh, plan to do one thing in school. Ended up doing something completely different. Uh, I uh, ended up uh, going into sales. Uh, that definitely wasn't my initial plan, yeah, uh, but yeah. I really enjoyed that. Uh, and uh, the leadership paths that that opened up for me as well. So, I've been in the telco industry, travel uh, industry from an airline perspective now I'm Also in franchising, uh, which was a great experience for me. I really enjoyed getting to work with so many entrepreneurs and seeing the commonalities of like what happens when people are successful when you get to work with 300 plus entrepreneurs and seeing how they do attack the same problems uh slight differences but really uh that was a a great learning experience for me that was my mba i would say uh for sure and uh, yeah just getting to launch little ventures of my own along the way and work for great companies like outdoorsy uh, giving me opportunities is uniquely special uh, especially in this last year where at one point business basically disappeared right in in 2020 anyone in the travel space yeah, uh, for us, there's a, about a two-month period there where, totally understandably, people didn't know if they could travel uh, in any way, and people were, you know, staying home if they could, and, you know, big shout-out to all those people that, of course, had to still go to work and, uh, you know, our healthcare professionals and everyone in those uh, those services, you know, grocery stores, you know, everyone having to work. But so many people choosing not to travel, of course, and in many places illegal to travel, but then it came roaring back uh end of may we went from you know what are we going to do to how do i hire 150 people tonight
0: outdoorsy let's let's talk about outdoorsy because i think you've got a very special solution and um you know the story's fantastic uh your your model's super but it is all about the outdoors and it's about you know uh adventure so for our viewers and listeners let's let's talk about that evan that'd be great to to learn
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So for Outdoorsy, if people haven't heard about it yet, is we connect people who want to go and have an outdoor adventure with people who have an RV, caravan, camper van, depending where you are in your world, what you call it. And the challenge with those is uh, people, they have one of those and it's been sitting in their driveway, uh, in their garage, and wherever they've been storing it and usually about 50 weeks of the year, often more than that. So it's sitting there idle, they still got their insurance payments to make, Uh, potentially they're still making payments on it. And then some people are paying money every single month to also store it. So we turn that into an asset for them where they can become an entrepreneur. Uh, And it's a great place to start if you haven't done it before. So people making as many as, uh, you know, call it 40,000 U.S. a year, Uh, you know, in in Europe, we have people who are coming on board as well uh, and and having similar success, right? You know, it's depending on seasonality in some places. Um, but up where I'm from, originally in Canada, uh, a lot of people are doing it year-round. Uh, Class B, Mercedes, Sprinters, Dodge, um, uh, ProMasters, those are really great ones where they outfit them and customize them. And they'll take them up to the mountains and go skiing or head to the backcountry and do some cross-country skiing or snowshoeing. So, yeah, it's, a, it's amazing what we're seeing people do. And then definitely last year with, uh, with what was happening with COVID, yeah. it was a great way for people to vacation but be able to isolate.
0: Yeah. do you know what i mean I, I i thought you know when we when we first met and you know the proposition was very similar to airbnb but for rvs right and um you know now you've got a good foothold in the international market i mean you couldn't have got your time in uh, better um from from that point of view which is which is which is fantastic um so obviously going forward that's uh it's, it's a big subject right now with airline travel uh, being constrained for one reason or another. But I've got, a, I've got a, a different sort of question, actually, with the RV market. We're now seeing kind of like hydrogen gas and electric sort of vehicles, you know, the big carbon neutral world starting to kick in. Are, are you guys sort of experiencing that as well? I mean, are you seeing any new vehicles coming through and, you know, more u- user sort of carbon friendly uh, vehicles?
1: uh two things on that definitely we see people who are interested in that you know they're interested and we see the searches on our platform of people looking for electric vehicles other options um we're also keeping a very close eye on that we we talk a lot with the manufacturers and understanding what's coming in the future and we try to share information as well of what we're seeing they're being interested in i think a lot of the manufacturers understand that they kind of Uh, have an opportunity with us that these are potential future people that they're going to sell to. But they also, this is a market that buyers now are thinking about where I might need to rent my asset. And I might actually be buying this, not just for my family vacation, but I might be buying this as an investment in a business. So uh, for sure, you see those trends come in, exciting vehicles, you know, coming from some of the the most eccentric people in the world next year. You think about the trucks, all those sort of things pretty easy to slap one of those tents on top right one of the fold out tents those are really cool and popular nowadays you see people who are doing overland activities um so i think we're going to see more of that the big challenge and the question usually that comes up and i know I have with people it's just the ability for them to have the range that people are looking for. Um, right. So if you're not going too far. I think those are things right now that already make sense. Uh, if you're planning on doing a little bit of a cross country adventure, or going back to country, I think that's when people get a little bit more concerned and they're going to lean more to the traditional solution still.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. And, um, and, and just from a sort of a, a, you know, the next few years, I mean, you're in good shape as a company and, it, you're planning as usual because obviously, you know, you're representing the great outdoors. I see it as a booming game now. You know, um, people reaching out to nature, even being honest with you, Evan. Even I'm thinking about it. Right, I'm going from the, you know, the the the, the guy with a with a car called a Range Rover, and saying I want to look at a, a a a camper vehicle so I can just go missing in action at any point in time. And it's now becoming a, a kind of like a. a you know something I want to achieve in the next year or so which which is fantastic so if if I'm if it's if I'm thinking like that Jesus there, there must be another there'll be about a thirty percent uplift on your growth next year <laughs> well
1: I, I think about you um, amongst other friends that I have as well uh, where yeah. They've been in the Four Seasons before, but it was the hotel, and now they're thinking yeah. about actually being outside in the seasons, uh, for sure. But I, I think, you know, you're one of those great candidates, right? You you have the ability to probably work from almost wherever you can be, as long as you got internet. And if, if you think about the experience, right, uh, you and Teddy going out, throw, you yeah. know, you have one of those right on the Range Rover, right? You throw on the, one of the tents there. Uh, that just folds open it takes about five minutes at most to get set up and, and you guys can go have a great adventure you can still get some work done and I do find I did a, a trip with the family this year where uh, we, we were out at a campground for a week and I worked off the picnic table the whole week uh, used my <laughs> cell phone for uh, internet connectivity and the most creative ideas all week it, it was the the best work that I did this year by far really? from a creative standpoint yeah you're, you know fresh air you're you're looking around, you see in nature, birds go by, you know, I didn't see any deer or bears or anything. Right. But you just never know what's going to happen. And uh, the family's having a great time. So for me, I think people are going to be more open to that. Of course, at our company, we are, we, we, every single week when we have our weekly meeting. We're like, so who's on the road? Where are you? Let's see some pictures. Um, But I think that's going to become a lot more common for people. And like I said, I think the company got some of its best work for me this year while I was doing that because I was, as creative as possible and not just cuz i'm in an outdoor business but just for any business that was my best work this year
0: that's fantastic to hear so for our listeners and viewers guys i mean listen to evan you know he's in the rv company industry and there you go a classic example of work life integration on the move you know and you know that sort of inspiration of going out to the to nature um because you know in some respect we are doing business through the glass room now aren't we we're kind of everything's become P2P, face-to-face, through the glass room. But getting out in nature in a, a you know, a, a free environment um, is is a super cool way to express sort of a, a, a better uh, work life. Um, and, that, and that's part of the outdoorsy culture, isn't it? And if I remember right, you know, when we were uh, expanding across Europe, the interest was massive uh, with people. He thought, wow, this is a a unique company. I mean, outdoorsy guys. I mean, check them out online. They're they're a super cool company and um, got great people working with them. Great culture, if I remember right. So talk to us a little bit about that, Evan, because you see yours a real kindred spirit, isn't he? He's a a good leader and uh, you guys all, you know, uh, have a lot of respect for for the destiny.
1: Absolutely. I I think uh, for myself, I got to know... Ah, uh, Jeff, who's our CEO, Jen, who's our CMO and and founder as well, and I've I've known Jen for a number of years. That's what got me connected with outdoorsy, and then I got a chance to meet Jeff once for about an hour. Uh, you know, you'll love this um, a meeting at the pub at the airport as he was coming through town, <laughs> and uh, that was about six or seven months before I worked started working with the company. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just like uh, this guy sees around corners. Uh, he is super passionate about business. Uh, He was wearing one of those like outdoor vests and he was traveling for business. But you're like, this guy just loves the outdoors. He absolutely loves what he's doing. I was with one of his team members there as well. You know, they had a great connection, huge respect. He was really present and listening to the team member as well and some ideas that that person had. And uh, so for me, just a lot of those values made sense for me. So when there was the opportunity to join it, it was absolutely no brainer. And they you have someone like Jen, who is just a brand master. Uh, you know, I've seen her create brands before when we work together and, you know, from scratch make something magical. And then uh, the fact that she got to do it with Outdoorsy, she's also Canadian. So, uh, you know, again, just sort of the way that she approaches it, the values uh, just really line up with me. Um, but you're right, going across Europe. Whatever country we're in, uh, I only speak English and like the tiniest little bit of French. Uh, but as I got to meet people and talk with them and my team members over there, everyone is just sort of shocked by the idea if they haven't thought about it before. And this was before we had what just happened last year. This is this is when people are like, yeah, I should do that. I've never done that or I haven't done that since I was a kid. So there's yeah. a lot of this sort of magical memory that was coming back for people. And then people who were seeing their camper van as this of lost asset or this caravan sitting there that they barely ever use. Sometimes people weren't using it for years. I heard that all the time. I haven't used it in three or four years. Wow. And then I would say, well, like, how, what does that cost you in the last few years? And they would, yeah. they would talk about thousands and thousands of euros or or pounds or dollars that this has cost them. So Yeah, it's just, it's really fun to unlock that side too and and see the impacts. And we we saw some stories this year that, um, again, people losing jobs or or less work that they were able to get this year and it kept families afloat. So with everything else on top of that, knowing you're making an an actual true difference in people's lives, uh, that's pretty special.
0: Yeah. It's really nice to hear Evan. I mean, you know, somewhere on this journey, you've got, you know, uh, nature is your CEO It's created that playground for you guys to get out there and help people sort of, um, you know, have have like better life experiences. And now you can do both work life and, you know, it's the open road. It's that big sense of freedom. And just for our listeners and viewers, when I was uh, working closely with Evan and we were hiring across Europe at the time, uh, one of the prerequisites on the job spec, you'd love this, was you must have experienced either camping uh, had the experience of an RV, uh, da da da. So somewhere on this journey, this company Outdoorsy has got a real soul, and um, you know it, it's it's so fresh to to listen to, you know things like hiring requirement. You must have spent the night outdoors uh, in a tent. You know, and that was part of the spec, wasn't it? Yeah, it was sort of it's great. You know, what a what a fun company, you know.
1: It's really important I uh, I just onboarded a director recently to my team and uh as we were talking about the onboarding process basically said, "All right, so next week I want you to go camping." And she was a little bit surprised. I was like, "No, like I've put credits in your account and you know you don't have to go away for a week or anything but i want you to go through our platform experience because you know we are a technology company you need to understand what we're doing what we're supporting no matter what role you are in the company and uh also like just go have a break you know you've been doing something before this just go have like a nature break in between what you've been doing before you join outdoorsy and And we find that to be a really nice reset uh we do encourage our team members uh, and we pay for it uh, twice a year you can go out on a trip and uh, you know, do it locally, you can have a camp, something delivered somewhere if you don't feel like towing it or driving it, which my family does a lot. I got two, two daughters, my wife, two Man. dogs. It's just easier sometimes to have something delivered and then we show up camp for the period, we leave, the owner comes and takes it away. So yeah, we're a big believer in getting out there, using our product, but we also think it's great for mental health. Um, with all yes. of the restrictions we put on spending during the hardest parts of last year from a business perspective, uh, we did not take away the benefit of these trips because yeah. we thought it was one of the most important thing we could do for our team members. Like I said, when I got out, that was one of the best weeks of work I did. But also mentally, I came back and felt like I'd had a week of vacation, even though I was still working my, you know, tons and yeah. tons of hours that you do at a startup. Um, but it, it was still a refresh.
0: No, it's it's so nice to hear. And I and I think that, you know, initially, I mean, it goes back the pace of change, but you know, if you think about the blessing and the curse of of what we're talking about there, and I, I genuinely remember when everything kicked off last year, you know, early stages of twenty, I did think about dozers immediately. That everybody's going to be looking at this this new means of of expressing a, a, a vacation or a, or a small trip, getting people back to nature. Um, absolutely. Absolutely fantastic. Changing tech a second, um, Evan, we're kind of doing a little bit of research here on you. And and is this right that you were once a volleyball coach?
1: I, I did, yeah. The uh, Didn't intend to be. Uh, I was man, always circling back to pubs here, but um, I was at a <laughs> pub and uh, my old uh, basketball, volleyball coach uh, from school uh, was coming through the pub and he was actually there to pick up his son and yeah. uh he was now a vice principal at a school and we all recognized him you go back to being like 14 years old when you see a, you know an old teacher an old coach and yes. uh he just said hopkins here's my phone number call me on monday i have like basically i have a job for you and i'm like okay coach like i'll call you so i called him ended up coaching uh, at the school for i think it was five years um a lot of fun and i think that th- it was interesting because the things i was learning as a leader in business, I was absolutely trying to transfer there and vice versa. I learned, I probably learned more coaching that has helped me in my, my work career. Uh, I ended up coaching uh, girls volleyball. We won two provincial championships, which, uh, you know, no, no small task, uh, at the four a level. So the biggest schools in the province and, um, more importantly, just amazing kids. Like I said, I learned a ton, um, incredibly fond memories of that for sure.
0: Oh, that's that's fantastic. And I know that, you know, just stepping aside a second, you've got some entrepreneurial interest as well. We we understand that, uh, you know, I know that you had a career in the airline industry for some time and then, you know, you, you, you're involved with different ventures and things like that. Um, just tell us a little bit about that. That'll be interesting for our listeners to learn.
1: Yeah, uh, like airline industry, I, I absolutely sort of caught that travel bug, but also uh, the airline that I was at, uh, WestJet in Canada, they really encouraged you to be entrepreneurial there and yeah. the way that they wanted you to approach problems, turn them into solutions, look for opportunities, uh, even just manage your budget, uh, whether you had a small team or a large organization. Uh, so then I went over and I worked at a franchising company and, and while I was there, we were launching new brands uh, and I was part of that process. And one of the brands was interesting for sure, but I actually was sort of like, ah, I don't know if I want to do it. I'm pretty busy full-time job. We were just about to have our first child. And, um, then one of my direct reports said, Evan, I don't have the money to do this, but I know I can do it. I know I can launch it. They had some great experience um, having run a different type of uh, home service business before. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be part of it. And uh, so we launched a moving business and uh, we have a pretty large territory, but it's doing great. We have a general manager. We've always had a general manager um, from day one, day to day operating it, and we've been helping to guide them, you know, working on marketing, different things like that. Uh, So many learnings from that as well. We went through three general managers in two years. And then we now have the same general manager for a number of years. Uh, uh, I think one of the biggest tips I would put out to anyone there is if you have someone working in your business, a general manager type situation like that, the best thing we did was have them earn into the business and buy into the business, right. so they're now also a co-owner. Um, yeah. And I think that just gets that full buy-in. You know, you don't want to do that too quickly. You want to make sure you got the right person. But once you yes. have that right person, uh, you got to invest in them and you got to make them feel and, and truly have a skin in the game. Um, so that's been fantastic for us. So uh, ever since we found that right person, we've been growing. We had our best year ever last year, which is kind of crazy to think. Again, with what happened last year, the moving. Yeah industry was quite busy, uh, especially where we were located. And and, uh, we had some great growth. And actually, I think we beat our goals. Uh, Just halfway through December, we we beat our annual goal that we had set at the
0: start of the year. Oh, that's that's fantastic to hear. It's actually interesting on this, this sort of, you know, concept of moving. Um, You know, it's interesting, I think a lot of people, I mean, we're in the UK, obviously, we're going through a a kind of an interesting phase here where we're in a lockdown. and it, it does get you thinking about, obviously, planning when you come out, how you're going to kind of reshape your life. And as I said about the mobility element and, you know, the sort of RV side of it, getting back to nature, um, you know, uh, reconfiguring. But I also think there's, there's a lot of people's minds now are starting to think about what country I want to live in or if this is something, you know, I want to be in the sun, in the snow, you know. All of that's sort of coming up as well. And I think what I like about coming back to the RV piece, and, and I know you're into bikes as well, right? You, you, yep. you like your motorbikes. Is that right?
1: That's what, Yeah, not ones I got to work hard, ones that I can sit and enjoy for sure.
0: Exactly. And I think that um, there is this sort of constant moving and sense of freedom about you, Evan. You, you, you're always... You know, exploring. You're always wanting to be somewhere. I remember when you come here, it was sort of, I'm only going to pop across to France, and then I'm going to pop over to Germany. You were, you were sort of keen to sort of get the, you know, the experiences of different cultures and things like that, which I thought was, you know, um, it was really really good. But just just zeroing in in this sort of people now kind of got multiple choices coming up as regards how they sort of deploy de- deploy their free time coming back to the RV, that gives you such a sense of of freedom, doesn't it? You know, you know, I know we, we've kind of got this thing to manage and all the rest of it, but it, you know, you just get wrapped up, you get on, you get going, boom. You can be in a different part of the world or you can be in a, a you know, a, a different part of your country in a, in a more free environment. Um, it's just so much flexibility. Um, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, Two things that you hit on there resonate very, very much for myself and our family is uh, we're loving living in Austin. For sure, I'm glad we're here versus other places where, you know, it could be raining or snowing. And I got to ride my motorcycle on Christmas this year, which I have not had the opportunity to do before. So that was a nice ride. Um, But the the, the being able to travel around and move and freedom, I I think even for people that might might not have been like a desire before, we're going to see a really big boom on that. Uh, once yes. people can move around freely. Um, I think about my dad, he'll love me bringing this up, but you know, he's a homebody. He was designed for a pandemic and a lockdown. Um, uh, right. <laughs> even, even him, like, he's like, we're going to come down and visit you guys. Uh, we should go to see some F1 races. Let's go to Montreal. Let's go. You know, he was even open to going to Europe and like, let's head over to Spa or Silverstone. So, um, my family loves F1. Uh, we, we talk about it all the time right. so yeah. for him. I think he's just like that canary, right, who says right. if he's going to do that, we're just going to see it all over the place. But I think people will still want to do it in as safe a way as they can for a while. And there's something different about being able to go in uh, an RV and be able to go right up to the edge of the ocean and camp. Imagine what it would cost to have a nice hotel because some of these vehicles are beautiful. I got some of the ones in Italy, you know, Italy, of course, fantastic design. The ones that they're driving there, it's like going around in a yacht. If (laughs) if you're in a hotel room beside the ocean or beside some of the beautiful natural things in the world, you would be talking thousands of dollars a night Um, and instead of a couple hundred, you know, pounds or dollars. uh, So, yeah, I think that we're going to see quite an explosion of people wanting to enjoy the outdoors in lots of ways. Um, but I was trying to remind people, the RV is part of it. Like that's how you're moving around, but it's, what are you doing? Uh, I love fishing. Yeah. My, my girls love to fish with me. So like, we love doing that. We love getting golfing. We love, uh, you know, hikes. That's, that's our big thing. The girls are really loving right now with the dogs. So we are not just a tech company. That's just how we facilitate yeah. having these wonderful outdoor experiences.
0: Yeah. And I think that's that big sense of adventure. I know that, you know, for us, you know, uh, guys and, you know, our audience today, I think that there's that sort of one, that sense of freedom, but it brings that sort of child out in you as well. I mean, I always remember years and years ago going on a caravan holiday as a kid and, you know, you can still treasure the memories. I can even now even sense the smell of... A, you know, a, a, a kind of a, in those days, a kind of foisty caravan experience, you know, the kind of the dew on the windows and the inside and things like that. Now, I know we're not talking about that too much, but, you know, we've got these luxury vehicles out there right now. But once again, it brings back the senses, the sense of adventure, the expression, you know, back to nature, you know, outdoorsy, nature's your CEO. It's, it's a certainty, you know, there's a the real affinity there with with the whole thing. So you're planning a boom time over there, and you know international business is really good. Uh, any particular country that's sort of, you know, showing more interest than others? Any any sort of uh, you know something you can glean there, Evan?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, outside of the U.S., which which absolutely we're seeing some strength there. Um, Canada is going really well for us. Uh, you know. Okay. We, We see tons of people flock into the outdoorsy sites there and uh, already booking, not just into 2021 here, but, like, we have bookings into 2022 already uh, where people are making their plans. So that's kind of exciting. And then for us in the European countries, we've focused really on professionals first. and. Um, the, the peer-to-peer market is very important, but what we know is the professionals, they're gonna be there for a long time. They also have really solid inventory, they know what they're doing, high quality. So for us, it's a great baseline uh, to build upon. Um, so we have our a, a product, which which I know you're aware of, that is very yep. focused on them facilitating their business uh, we give it to them for free so that they can help to help them grow um, and then it also connects them up into outdoorsy so that we can send them bookings uh, again to help their business grow and be successful and it's good for us too so um, I think from a, a European standpoint UK, France uh, definitely seeing some really good things happening in Italy, but Spain, Portugal, some places that I, I'd really like to do some trips myself over the next year yeah. uh, when things open up. So, yeah, those would be the core ones. And then Australia, New Zealand, uh, you know, those are countries that live and breathe this. Uh, I was looking at a stat. I think it was about 366,000 people from the U.K. Uh, a few years ago traveled to Australia and wow. about 35,000 of those people while they were there rented a caravan or a camper van or something along wow. the lines. So wow. um, you see the what people like to do when they already go to places. And again, that was before everything happened last year and where we're currently at. So I think you're just going to see it accelerate
0: more and more. It's interesting. I'll make a, a prophecy. And, um, you know, 2021 uh, is a, a big time for change. And I think uh, we're all sort of going to experience that in different ways. And, you know, our conventional education system, okay, is, you know, it, 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 right now, obviously, our, the, a lot of our children can't go to school for various reasons. So we're now homeschooling. And I think, we you know, we, we know what's coming down the line that, you know, there's a, there's a high probability that it's going to be blended learning in the sense of there'll be sometimes you'll be at school, sometimes you'll be. But then again, if you think about that long, long term, you, it, it's kind of, it, are we going to see sort of where technology starts to you know, come into our home environment and actually support education, which is then going to lend itself to, you know, we can go away at any time of the year and still educate our children because everything's now coming down online. And, you know, uh, there's, there's so much new life coming, isn't there? We kind of, we, uh, Ben and I, my, my business partner over here in Zengility.life, which is the sister company to, to EagerStream, we, we, um, we talk about the new rich, the new rich is kind of you've got kind of living living examples where you've got work life integrated and you've got so much flexibility and freedom of how you you know do you do you do your daily work and i i think we might see that in the education system strangely enough it's it, but once again it lends itself to that mobility and flexibility of being in different environments at any point in time which is which is just amazing you know
1: Absolutely. My, my youngest brother, uh, I got to give him credit for this one. Sort of about 10 years ago called this as, as he was going through post-secondary Is he's like, this can't last yeah. much longer. Uh, it, it's going to have to change. And, um, uh, we, we grew up with a, a dad who's a computer programmer and, uh, you know, he was working from home sort of long before anyone even sort of understood you could do that. We had, you know, early yeah. internet connections and, um, I, th- I think you're right. Like there's just this opportunity for us to reimagine not just work in the work environment, which is happening so rapidly right now, uh, but education. And, and, and he said a long time ago, you're sitting in a classroom, teachers reading from, you know, chalkboard back then, whiteboard, now a PowerPoint presentation, but uh, like, do I have to be there? Could that, this just not be sent to me and I could listen to an audio recording or read it myself? Um, I think you still want to get there for, a lot of the social learning i think there's uh, you know if you want to be able to have debates um but then you start playing our new technologies uh I, i'm definitely somebody who likes to fiddle with new technology we just got one of the um, the oculus vr helmets the the two the quest 2 and wow. we were playing with that um the family over the holidays here and you could absolutely have a virtual classroom you can have engagement that would feel much more in person uh you could Uh, You know, my my daughter, she has a program on there where she can paint and do art and sculptures in 3D. And you see her in the ring, you know, she's got the... It always looks funny when someone's doing VR, right? But She's going around, she's looking on her palette, and you can project it on the TV and see what she's doing. And just the creativity that it unlocks is amazing. She doesn't need to go to a school for that, you know? Um, Now, there's obviously... the sort of I mean, social economic things that make it easier for some people to do than others. But yeah, I think there's a lot to reimagine in education for sure.
0: So on the education, uh, you, you know, the, the VR piece, I mean, absolutely. You know, I, I it's something that you can just feel is on its way. Uh, we kind of, you know, we've got work-life integration, we've got education integrating in with that. And then that's going to give people more freedom more choices, more time. To, to sort of express their lives. And I think somewhere on this journey, this is where that marriage of technology is going to meet nature. And I think the RV mm. is like the holy grail of that. You know, you're going to be able to express yourself. But Evan, just as we come to a kind of conclusion on our our, 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 our great sort of podcast today, and um, you know, uh, you are in such a sort of privileged place to be representing such a, you know, a great value proposition, you know, in outdoorsy, that the culture of your company is unique. Um, I know you've got great guys working there because I've met a lot of them. And obviously over the, the time we work together, I've helped you, you get a couple of those people, yeah. but um, um, it's really, really great to, 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 hear that you're in a, a great growth place and uh, long may it continue. And I think you're very right. The, the, uh, the sort of the solution you offer is, is multidimensional. Um, you know, work, leisure, flexibility, freedom, call it what you like. It's, it's kind of back to nature. So with that in mind, um, Evan, um, it's been pretty great, you know, it's been great to talk to you. It's been great to hook up with you. And, uh, I mean, have you got any, you know, final things you want us to sort of push out to, to our audience today? Um, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I thought you were gonna ask a question like that. And, um, you know, I think you have a lot of entrepreneurs, budding entrepreneurs, um, I'm sure you also have some people who are further in their careers and yeah. uh, their entrepreneurial journeys out there. And I think one of those things, no matter what stage I've seen people in um, or what stage I've been in myself, uh, you're never alone. You always have people like Paul, um, like me. Right? I don't know who you are. I probably never met yeah. you. Um, yeah. Like Reach out on LinkedIn to people. Uh, reach out to people that you, you know who've already done it or might have been doing something that, that you've already done. Uh, I, I learned that very early in my career, um, that asking for help, likely people are going to help you. And so far, I have had zero people in my career say that they, they couldn't help me. And usually, they put down what they're doing. Maybe they shouldn't even be doing it because they're often quite yeah. busy. But they'll often put down what they're they're doing and prioritizing uh, to answer questions for me or, or help me with what I'm challenged on, whether it's it's leadership, a, a sales or marketing issue or You know anything um so you're never alone there's lots of people out there and uh you know some people you got to pay for and and sometimes you do get what you pay for it's worth it um but there's a lot of people out there who just be happy to have a you know right now a virtual coffee and and help you um so just make sure you reach out when you need it
0: exactly oh that's a very kind message evan really appreciate it so for our listeners and viewers once again another great podcast with a very interesting person evan hopkins of outdoorsy He's a a true spirit um, in the business world and he is uh, the soul of the business and a fantastic entrepreneur. Thank you, Evan. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, We must catch catch up soon. Uh, Pubs are closed, uh, so maybe it's a a coffee.
1: (laughs) Coffee soon, virtual pub. But uh, Paul, thanks for having me. Uh, Can't wait to see you live in person again soon.